I'm Natalie McCool and welcome to my podcast McCool and the Gang. This episode is a South by Southwest special recorded live in Austin, Texas, featuring chats with US indie pop artist Anna Fox Roshinsky and Sarah Corcoran from Irish indie band Pillow Queens. It was so great to chat with both of them and also see them play live at the festival. So tune in for wisdom, insight, and as usual, giggles. Here we go. Hello everyone, I am sat here with Anna Fox Wachinski. Have I said that right? Yes, <laughs> at South by Southwest, just before her set at Yellow Jackets. How are you doing, Anna? I'm doing pretty good. Yeah? Um, I'm having a little coffee. <laughs> I just had a little salad. And nice. I'm, yeah, just getting my, my act together physically and mentally <laughs> after a late night. But yes. I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> Who did you go and see last night? Or where were you? Well, we played two shows. And then... We like played at Hotel Vegas, went to play another show, and then came back to Hotel Vegas, and then left to go see um, this band Gustav. Gustav. Um, okay. They're cool. from New York, and Ooh. yeah, it was. They did a great job. They played at a place called um, Antones. Okay. Yeah, it was fun. It just went. It went late, and you know, we were just kind of like partying, and uh, yeah, it's nice to be back at South by though, like doing this exact thing yeah have you played it before um as a solo or you played in quilt you played quilt in quilt, quilt played a few times for sure like we came a bunch and then i this is my first time officially playing as a solo artist but i did come here in like 2008 or 2009 <laughs> by myself um but that was just like very casual and I maybe played one or two little acoustic guitar sets somewhere back nice. in the day. I think I played on top of a mountain. Wow, somewhere. that sounds cool. Um, yeah, you know, it was like that kind of vibe. But no, yeah. this is my first time here since my record's been out. Yeah, it's been it's been so far. So I good. listened to it this morning while I was cool. brushing my teeth. <laughs> nice, <laughs> it was great. <laughs> I love the opening of um, Cherry. Oh, awesome! It's really cool. Thank you. Yeah. What? Well, how did you like? envision those sounds at the beginning of cherry mm. well i just sat down with a cord mini log and like cool. did it and i layered a couple synths and that was pretty much that and yeah i love it it's a it's an easy sound to recreate on that synth and um yeah claire claire's gonna be doing it later nice but you know it was it was fun to do like an extended intro like that like an acoustic yeah sci-fi kind of like electronic intro just yeah. i don't know other kind of an otherworldly intro nice what yeah. what other kind of like weird sounds did you stumble upon when you recorded the album or is there like one mm. sound that you just can't get enough of like you know mm, good question um I mean, there's a lot of weird sounds that happen literally once or maybe twice on the record that are funny. I just think they're funny. There's like a, <laughs> there's like a train honking, like a freight train noise. Um, there's like a, um, there's just goofy little like <laughs> things that happen like seriously like one single time. And that was fun for me because I was like, why not? Fuck it. I 
think this is yeah. funny and cool and I'm you just gonna it live as well it's like cool thing to do it yeah throw in there and yeah exactly exactly um no but I I guess synth wise like there are a lot of different kind of synth sounds on the record and it's been tricky in a way to recreate the exact sounds live because they we were just using whatever was around so it was like I wasn't creating this record in a way that would make it at all easy to play live in fact it was <laughs> quite the, the opposite <laughs> it was very yeah. like studios like I'm just going in and gonna do whatever I want I'm not gonna think about the real world implications of any of these creative decisions I'm just going to like have as much fun as I possibly can and yeah. like work with that live and it won't be identical but I don't think it should be anyway no yeah. no it needs to have more energy doesn't it do, do you like Beck? I love Beck. I was just a lifelong key- fan. Yeah, I was at the keynote, his keynote at the ACC. I didn't even know he was doing that till you mentioned it earlier. Yeah, I am yeah. bummed I missed it. How was it? Oh my god, he's just a genius. Like, That's so cool. He is just legendary. He is like iconic for, for me. Like yeah. he's, I mean, dude. Like, yeah, he's been. I've been a fan of his since I was like a child in the '90s, and still listen to him all the time for inspiration. Yeah. I, I kind of got um, that kind of angle when listening to the those sounds, and I was like, oh, yeah, really cool. <laughs> That's <laughs> awesome. This. I'm so glad you picked up on that. No, there really were, like, specific Beck songs that I was bringing in to sessions, being like, you know, the feel of this one's really good, or, like, I really like the way the bass line kind of is in this or whatever. So, yeah, I've, yeah he, it's fun now to be able to, like, use him as inspiration since I've been such a fan of his for my whole life yeah 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 he's 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 done a lot of like different stuff like he, he was talking about his acoustic um he's doing like a show a, a slew of acoustic shows oh yeah and just talking about how that's kind of really scary but really nicely intimate mm-hmm. but I just wondered like you know having played in a band for so long and then you know, doing your solo project, like, do you feel it's really different or is it, like, different challenges? How do you feel? It's different, for sure. Um, Yeah, and, like, there's things that are easier and things that are harder. It's almost like an inverse situation because Quilt is, like, a really collaborative... I mean, that's why the name makes sense. It was, like, named that way to be indicative of the fact that it was like a group like a group effort more or less like with everything with even with like logistics to an extent and now yeah I mean I'm figuring it all out um as I go and it's really wonderful to have creative freedom and do whatever I want to do yeah but yeah like finding bandmates like people are busy you know it's just it's uh definitely a new set of challenges but it's nothing new so many people do it this way and are in the same boat as me and I'm getting great advice from friends that like have been doing it this way for longer Mm. than I have and uh yeah I guess it's it's different but it feels really good to be finally um just having having the opportunity to just do it my way is is great yeah like yeah it's it's cool I guess what I don't have at the moment is like a proper 
solo set, like where it's just me on a stool or something. I don't really have a way of doing that at the moment, but I don't feel an overwhelming need to have that either. Um, I don't even know if I'd want to, but yeah. maybe one day, you know, I'll, I'll be in that mood. Yeah, we'll sure. See. I think it's, I know, being a, being a, like, I've been a solo artist, like, all my kind of, Mm. Like musicians, like, like I've been okay. in bands, so I'm still in like mm. sort of different bands, like sessioning and things like that. But like, oh cool, writing wise, or just being me and just doing what I want to do. But mm-hmm. it's hard, like finding people to perform with. And yeah, I found my band like after like years of playing with different people, and it's like yeah, yeah, exactly. I love them so much. They like that's awesome. That's amazing. Yeah. No, it's been working out. It's been working out. Like, with COVID, it was just strange to, like, come out of that era of COVID with this record and see if people, like, see what people were up to, basically. Um, And when I I did this live video in the summer, and it was cool because I was really lucky to be able to play with those people in that, that formation of the band because they're all super pro and... You know, it was the first time any of us were playing music with people in however long. So people were like available and like excited and didn't have, their schedules hadn't filled up yet with all their cool stuff that they do. So that was a, that was a really special example of the band because it was like specific to that video. Mm. Um, yeah, and now it's like, okay, well, who has who has the availability for touring and uh, you know who isn't gonna need. <laughs> a million dollars per show like it's there's a lot of things that come into play yeah. million kittens people who are just kind of down you know yeah, yeah, that's yeah. that's the tricky thing but that's when you find them it's amazing yeah you know it makes it a lot easier definitely yeah it's it's been it's just been great but even coming to south by and playing with the rhythm section local to austin has been so fun mm-hmm. like god it couldn't have worked out better um, and then you just, and now I just know two more cool people in the yeah. country that play and like can call them or yeah. whatever. Yeah. One of them is actually playing with his band in New York like next week and I'm going to go see them. Oh, that's so <laughs> you know, cool. it's cool. It's like make it's new like... friends everywhere you go. That's <laughs> yeah, honestly yeah. one of the best parts of doing this whole thing. Yeah. And, and me doing these interviews is so cool to chat to people who I've never <laughs> come into like contact with usually like, you know, being Liverpool. You like, do live in the UK now? Yeah, oh. well, I live in, I'm from Liverpool, but I live in London now. Cool. Yeah, yeah so okay. give me a shout when you're over. <laughs> I'll be there in June. Yeah, I saw you doing a, you're doing a string of dates. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah well, you let, should come out. Yeah, let me know. Definitely. Awesome. Awesome. Be Where are you playing again in London? Oh, geez, I don't remember the venue name, um, but I'll send it to you when I figure yeah, yeah, it out. Yeah, 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 don't worry. <laughs> I'll be there. Yeah, cool. it'd be great. Um, what were your influences for the record? There were a lot of different ones. Um, Beck was one, specifically kind of like the late 90s, <clears throat> Midnight Vultures era Beck. Um, that album, for sure. Very influenced by certain era of pop, that kind of like a mid-90s, early mid-90s pop sound, like a lot of Madonna yeah. Uh, Robin's first record. Okay, um, yeah. You know, a little bit of Janet Jackson, like like that kind of very polished, um, very crisp yeah. female pop yeah. 
is something I've always loved. Yeah. Forever. Um, it was almost like all the influences that like couldn't make it into Quilt, I just like went full hog <laughs> on because I've just been waiting and waiting to like. Yeah. <laughs> and also just like good funk music, like leaning into a, the side of me that as <laughs> like just leaning into this like desire to make funkier music that yeah. again like wasn't completely I think it was starting to pop through in Quote's last record that we did in 2016 but even then like it wasn't it, it like I needed more it was yeah. like a taste of something that I realized I, I really needed yeah. and um yeah that's, that's awesome. you know that yeah there's all sorts of influences I don't know like also, like, random, deep-cut, like, Japanese jazz that I find on YouTube at 2 in the morning, like, found its way in there in a couple parts, and um, talking heads and, like, yeah. some new wave stuff, like, nice. new wave guitar playing. I, I don't think I play a single guitar chord on the record, I think. Maybe I have play one, but I really wanted to keep it to, like, guitar lines and, and um, syncopated guitar stuff rather than, like, Chugling along yeah. on the chords. Yeah. It was a little parameter I set for myself, I guess. Yeah, I, I love that whole like Madonna era of, you know, Don't Tell Me. And, oh my God. Like that song is one of my favorite it's Madonna my songs. I am obsessed with it. I've actually been like devising a plan to cover it and figuring yeah. out how to like make it my own because I think it is so perfectly arranged and yeah, perfectly it's a, it's produced and perfectly recorded even with the string the synth strings yeah, yeah, and yeah. the weird kind of like choppy sampled acoustic guitar like I don't know what I could possibly do to improve on that <laughs> so I'm like well if I if I cover it I might have to like make it really different or like strip it back or I don't yeah, know yeah. I'm, but I think about it all, all the time yeah, actually it's like this project I constantly have in the back of my head <laughs> it's such a good song yeah that and um, I, I don't know whether it's called that but what it feels like for a girl in this world oh I don't know that one do you know what it feels like for a girl in this world I wonder if that's from that same album I music it might be I'm going to have to look it up. It, or it's a, like a B-side or something. But oh, it's, cool. It's a beautiful song. And like the whole intro is like spoken word kind of thing. Oh, cool. I think you'd love Classic. it. If you like Don't Tell Me, like, you'd love that Amazing. One. Yeah, check it out. I love kind of almost all of her eras. I definitely was bringing in tracks from Bedtime Stories into the sessions too, specifically. Like, especially this song called um, I'd Rather Be Your Lover. I'm really obsessed with the bass line on that. Okay. It was, like, part of the inspiration for the feel of the bass line on Cherry, um, which that we then kind of... Mm, we got a little more minimalistic with it in the end and went with, like, a... Tried to go for, like, a Chibo Motto feel with the bass line. Like, as few notes as possible, but, like, as groovy as possible. Um, yeah. Yeah. Awesome. What's next for you after? Oh, my goodness. Well, I fly home tonight, which is crazy. <laughs> I'm just leaving as soon as this set is done. And then I have to pivot to a short tour that I have with my friend's Widow's Peak in early April. So I have to, like, just get everything ready, get rehearsing, solidify the band lineup, go do that. And then I'm also just, like, <laughs> you know, finishing demos and and um, working on new stuff yeah. whenever I can yeah, and keeping a list of a running list in my phone of songs I hear that like 
changed my life that I simply must <laughs> simply must remember when I'm you know going in to do the sessions and, yeah. and writing so yeah working on new songs and um, figuring out the plan for what will become of them cool yeah yeah it's it's exciting yeah new music always exciting going in the studio is like the best part like oh my god I know process isn't it like what's it gonna be like <laughs> who knows yeah yeah exactly like some songs I go in and I'm like this is exactly how it has to be let's just make my shitty demo sound better and some of them I come in and it's like I have this song but it's really just a melody and like some like a structure like how can we build upon it um but i'm not quite there yet i'm really still like at home writing like piecing it all together um making voice memos like kind of deep in the zone with that right now yeah, yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Well, I can't wait to hear. Thank you. What it comes out as, like, super exciting. Thank you. Yeah, it's probably going to be a sec, knowing how the industry kind of works with their timeline. <laughs> but hopefully, you know, I'm, I'm thinking I might try and put, like, a single out or something this year. We'll see. Yeah. We'll see. Nice. I have lots of ideas. But for the time being, yeah, just, like, getting through this funny kind of like delayed album cycle thing because covid really pushed it all back and um, i'm really grateful to be at south by southwest this year because you know it you can say what you want like i understand there's a lot of things about it that are fucked up and not good but at the same time we're all like my homies that are here we're all just here to like do the same thing and it's simple and we're just playing music and we're meeting people and we're seeing each other and like having a good time yeah and um it still feels fun, even though I've been coming here since I was, like, 20 or 21. It still feels awesome. Yeah. And I've been having a great week. Yeah. It's <laughs> such good fun, like... It is just yeah. fun. It's, like, it is what it is. There's a lot of things about it that are weird, but it's, like, dude, we just sat in our houses for two years. I know, like, yeah. This yeah. is so sick. Yeah, let's just enjoy it. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome, oh, big dog. Big dog. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much. And I'm excited thank to you. hear your set shortly. Thank you. Let's go and get you ready. Thank you. <laughs> thank you so much. All right. Sorry, I just... Anytime I'm with someone who's accent I love, I have to do the same accent. <laughs> oh, please. All right. Yeah. All right, then. Come on. Oh, awful. So, hello. I am here with Sarah from Pillar Queens. I'm here with Natalie McCool and the gang. <laughs> Yay! I'm so happy to be here. We're at Tepper South West. Yeah, uh, what's going on? We're at Tepper South West. That's mad. I thought it was a pandemic, then it was over, and now we're at Tepper South West. <laughs> I mean, it's pretty fucking cool. It's great. I'm I, delighted. Yeah, like six months ago, my half birthday ago, I would never have thought I would be here right now. So. I thought it was your half birthday six months ago, and that would make today your birthday, which would yeah, be, well, if you hadn't mentioned that by now, would be terrible. Yes, yes. It, just for our listeners, it is my half birthday today. <laughs> Officially, Happy as of birthday. midnight, it's it's my half birthday today. I'm celebrating. Yeah. I celebrate any time I can. You've got an illegal beer on the street. I, I do. I have a beer under my armpit. It's quite cold. <laughs> We've all done it. <laughs> um, amazing. Uh, did you enjoy your show? I thought it was really good. I had a great time. Yeah. yeah. It was really, really fun. I, I like the tissue. I, I've been doing that on this trip. I think maybe I've got hay fever and I haven't addressed it. And allergic to Texas. I might be allergic to Texas. <laughs> 
Who knows? Yeah, it was good. Somebody in the crowd gave me a tissue. I loved it. They call it a Kleenex, which I can't judge because I understand what people call things by brand names. It's fine. I judge it. I don't judge it. I judge it. I don't. Uh, but it was great. It was my, my. I mean, I have heard your music. I, I like. I love Liffy because Kath sent me it, and he was. She was like, "You will love this band," and I was like, "I love this band." <laughs> <laughs> it's my first time seeing you live, though, oh, and cool. I was struck. But I know it sounds really awful. Like struck. Um, I was struck by your harmonies. Oh, cool. And like the arrangements of the vocals. Yeah. Like, have you, what's, what's the question I'm trying to ask? Like, did you start the band around the kind of vocal compositions, like lyrics, or was it more like, we want to just get in a room and jam? So, we were all in bands before, and we were all the, the sole vocalists in those bands. Oh, right, okay. So cool. when we came together wow. out of four separate projects, we all kind of wanted to be the front person. <laughs> And uh, we had to put our egos to the side a little bit, but we didn't have to put our vocals to the side. We just sing on every that. song. Yeah. Um, I just think we all really enjoy singing. You yeah. know, I'm pretty bad at writing harmonies because I can't really pick them out. So unless I've written a main melody, yeah. I'll need someone to feed me the harmony. <laughs> and then I'll learn it. But it'll take me listening to my harmony again and again and again and again to get it into my head. Yeah. But, uh, like Rachel who plays drums is the most like natural she was on it yeah. she, like her harmonies are ridiculous she harmonises with the fucking microwave like she literally <laughs> will be anytime she hears a note she's like trying to do like and, and not even like a third like a fucking weird harmony yeah. and you're like how she do you do great. that yeah and I, I'm always like amazed by drummers who can sing so well in tune like yeah. how, how are you hearing words and it's bad. Yeah, it's very right. cool though. Yeah, really cool. Yeah, we kind of. I think at the start of the band, we're like, try it out, see if you can sing at the same time. And then she was like, can I? Yeah. And then, yeah. I, I also like the way she has her mic as a vertical, like almost like a like a snorkel. <laughs> oh yeah, completely. Snorkel mic. I was like, yes. Like she she calls it a, a gooseneck. I don't know if that's its official term. But Kathy called it a joke microphone today, and I was like, I don't think that's what it's called. Yeah. But uh, I'm, I'm labeling it snorkel. Yeah, snorkel, snorkel mic. Love it, <laughs> love it. Are you having fun at Austin? Yeah. Oh my god, it's so much fun. It's like I came here in 2018, and even back then it was like an onslaught of just like amazing fans and like mental people that I oh, just really? met. Um, but yeah, it's been incredible. How many shows have you played? We did four. Yeah. And one thing I've noticed is like everyone who's here loves music. So nobody's yeah. waiting to be convinced by your band. They're already like everyone, waiting to yeah. love you. Yeah, yeah. That's a they bit stand of a there and they're like, I'm already your fan. I haven't heard a note, but so like, it, I'll, I'll buy your music. I'll come and see you wherever you travel. Like everyone who's here just loves music. Yeah, yeah. And that's great because I just feel like Anywhere else we toured, maybe it's just internalized insecurity, but I always feel like we've got to convince people, right? I think it's playing to other bands. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. here everyone's just like, we love you already. Yeah, That's yeah. so cool. So supportive. Yeah. I, I almost feel like 
in the UK, so much snobbery goes on, and like, yeah, you know, people just stood at the front with their arms crossed, like, entertain me. Clearly, there's yeah. no, none of that here. They're no. just up for it. It also doesn't feel competitive. Like, there's definitely some shows that you're like, okay, I've got to get to that, or that band are very buzzy, or whatever. But like, it doesn't feel like there's one, two, three, four, five bands dictating it. Like, it does feel like everyone's getting their time in the sun, which yeah. is really lovely. Yeah. Because um, I think with like showcases, sometimes there's a lot of focus on one or two bands, and then it takes the spotlight off other bands. Um, but this one is definitely just like, oh, you, the showcase is what you make it. Yeah. If you're promoting yeah. it, or like maybe you're playing in a venue like that has an outdoor bit, and then people are walking by in the street and they hear you and they're like, oh, I really like this. And then yeah, they come in, suddenly yeah. it's a packed stage, and you're yeah. like, oh, wow. They're all for it. Yeah. I, I also, I noticed when you're playing live, like the sounds, I didn't like the guitar uh, tones and what you were playing all just blended so well. And just like how how long have you worked on that or did it was it something that you really thought about or did it come? Well, it's something that's, as I'm sure you know, it's something that's so much easier to do when you're in your rehearsal space or you're in your, like, favourite venue at home or whatever, but as soon as you kind of pick that up and bring it somewhere new, you're like, hey, this is probably going to be shit, at least for the first while. <laughs> uh, we've blown, like, two battery packs on power boards since we got on pedal boards since we got here because the voltage is different. Oh, yeah, And right. we thought we'd got it figured out because we did it before we were in New York and we were really kind of like, we had no idea what we were doing at that point, but we were like, no, 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 we know what we're doing. We need to change the voltage to like yeah, the yeah. lower level. It's fine. So we did that, but then we accidentally plugged it into a UK voltage uh, board when we were at the British Music Embassy oh, shit. and it was like boom, it was oh, gone, no. completely gone. It was just That's like, oh shit, okay. But when you're nightmare. in a comfortable environment, tonight was more comfortable because that didn't happen. <laughs> Definitely our tones felt a lot more considered. Like we, we've tried to hone in like guitar pedals and stuff like that because we were buying a lot of them for a while and just being like I need this one thing for 30 seconds in one song oh, yeah, like, yeah. maybe you need one pedal that does like seven things yeah, instead yeah, of like yeah. seven pedals that do the same thing um, but yeah no I think like it's more fun to play music that you love to hear as well so if you're not getting the tone that you want out of the amp it's going to be a little bit more shit yeah yeah but we're because we're going on tour around the US, we've got a backline rented, so we have an amp, we have three amps with us that we can bring in if there's, oh, God forbid, nice. a Marshall stack in a venue, and we're like, oh, I can't do it myself. Sorry. I just can't. I can't do it. I, I did it for mean. long enough. Like, I did my entire 20s were playing through Marshall oh, stacks mate. in venues where I didn't have fucking amps, and I was like, I'm not, I'm not doing it anymore. I'm a box girl. I'm a box girl. Yes. Come on. I'm a box girl, and then... I can replicate it with a Fender, yeah. but I can't do it with a Marshall. No. It's just too trebly. I don't know. Maybe the new amps are different, but definitely the older amps. I'm just like I can't. Yeah, as long as you get in school. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Anyway, look, I've just been cancelled on your podcast because I've been bitching about <laughs> fucking Marshall. <laughs> I actually think they've started. Uh, well, I know they've started like a booking agency, and they're like working with loads of cool bands. So yeah, I think they are, they are like a legit company. Yeah, yeah. They're just not my first preference for yeah. amps. <laughs> and that's fair to say. Like yeah. totally fair. I, I, I. Can I just say I do not gel well with Fender amps. 
do you not? No way. That's very interesting. I, they're definitely my go-to. I just they're a plug and play for me, but it's just yeah. I prefer. It's a preference thing, right? It is. I was gonna ask as well. I fucking love the band name. <laughs> oh, thank you. I was like, hey, look. Oh my god. <laughs> yes. No one wants to be a pillow queen, but after seeing you, everyone wants to be a pillow queen. Wow. Thank you so much. I'm so, like, I'll put my hands up and say I'm an absolute pillow queen. You know I mean? like, whatever. No, come life on. Life is good. Life is life's easy when you're a pillow queen. Uh, what, what percentage of the band do you think are pillow queens? Actual pillow queens? Uh, 25%. <laughs> like, definitely at least 50 <laughs> Definitely I like that. at least 50. Yeah. Okay. It's why, like, we would just never work as, like, a couple. Like, any of us <laughs> in the band is just like, yeah, no, that's not, no, we're all pillow queens. Like, it just wouldn't work. Yeah, yeah. Um, but no, the band name, we gave a lot of thought to it because the band was kind of in formation for a while. And we had, like, a Google Doc with all, like, potential band names. And I. I still think to this day I came up with Pillow Queens, okay. but the girls won't credit me with it. It was a point of contention. I think okay. I came up with it, because I'm hilarious. I mean, you're the only one here, so you can so say I it. I came up with it. But I also, I wanted to call us Pink Whale, which is a fucking terrible Pink, name. Pink Whale. Pink Whale. Because I was like, I really like whales. Like, an orca is my favourite animal in the whole oh, world. Okay. They dream about them all the time. I'm kind of weird about it. I don't know why. <laughs> I can't figure out why. I've don't never met one. Don't, I don't get know in a pool why. with one. No. I'm yeah. Just, yeah, well, yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> Blackfish the fuck movie, but it's also informative. <laughs> uh, and then I went, I don't know, I just always love whales and the blue whale being the biggest animal in the world. I, I always thought that was kind of a gendered thing because okay. it's blue, right? A blue is always associated with like men. So I was like, what about a pink whale? And then I wanted to call the band that, but um, in hindsight, that's a shit name. I'm really glad that we're called Pillow Queens. Okay, I'm going to add that to my list of band names. We've, we've, got, we've got a list that we've, we've like just joked about in Texas of band names, and I think my favorite one is. Oh, tell me. But I used to have like um, I used to have dyed black hair with like a really razor cut fringe and like bobs. So like almost like face like great. haircut. Sounds it great. was cool, but I did get <laughs> I was in Australia once and a woman at a market stall, she was Cantonese, and she just like took one look at me and went you look like my 11-year-old daughter. <laughs> and I was like, okay, cool, that's a bit, that's a look. I'm, I'm okay with that. But now I'm going to change my hair. So I think my favourite name from this trip is 11-year-old Cantonese girl's haircut. That's fucking <laughs> brilliant. That is great. Or closely followed by Fuck Knuckles. Oh, Fuck Knuckles yeah. is gorgeous. Yeah, baby. Stay safe, baby. baby. These are actually very good. They're really good. Yeah. Like, they would work. Yeah. They do work. They do work. Ominous fart. Fuck. <laughs> what are we thinking? We have terrible banners. <laughs> um, are you excited to go on tour and go on James Gordon? Can't fuck away. Can't fuck away. Now, I know I've been giving out about this already, but of course everything has to be above board with James Gordon, so they're PCR testing us before we go on the show. Yeah, you and wanna like, pass those? We've been at South by for a week. <laughs> yeah. Who knows? Yeah, you we're know? gonna get COVID. Beck's given 
as COVID. Exactly, right? And I, we can say this because we're sitting outdoors, so I'm not giving it to you as we speak. <laughs> but, and I have it five weeks ago. I definitely don't have it. But one of us might, you know? Well, so yeah. if you see us on James Corden, we didn't have didn't. COVID. And so that's all, all brilliant. Good. All good, yeah. all good, good. Yeah. Um, yeah, amazing. Yeah, so I can't wait. We've never done a US or North American tour generally. Uh, it's the longest we've ever toured. And we have a big old van. Yay. It's, it's right there, right yeah, there. yeah, yeah, that's it. <laughs> Gorgeous. And yeah, I mean, we're probably going to kill each other by the end of it. Oh, you'll be right. I don't mind. Like, it'll be with love. Killing yeah. with love. Yeah, <laughs> That's the thing. Uh, yeah, no, I can't wait. I'm Killing so excited. Time. It's going to be great. I'm excited. And, um, yeah, what's, are you recording new stuff? Are you... Uh, so we have an album recorded, it's coming out April 1st, and it's our April second, Day. April Fool's Day, it's perfect for us, yeah. it's our second album, uh, it's a little bit different to our first album, but then maybe it's not, and I just think it is, because they're new songs, <laughs> but uh, no, I think it is, and yeah, really excited to put it out, because the last one came out in the middle of the pandemic, so it was just kind of like, here you go world, and then never got a chance to tour it. It's gonna be great. Yeah. I'm excited for you guys. Thank you. Nice. It's a smash at all. Yeah. And thank you so much, Sarah. Thanks for having me. Pillow Queen! Thanks so much for listening and don't forget to subscribe and follow to this podcast. I'm Natalie McCool and you can find me and my music on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube and also on my website nataliemccool.co.uk Thanks!